kinds of ways to celebrate the joy of, uh, of Christmas. I want you to uh, imagine with me just a little bit, um, trying to continue to un- unpack why it is that Christmas is such a joyful, joyful day. Um, imagine you're a gardener. You know, and maybe some of you don't have to imagine that you, you really love flowers, you love gardens, right? Well, if you were to walk by a garden like this, if you were a real gardener, what would you want to do? What is this garden just asking you to do? Walk in, right? You, you mean, if you're a gardener, you're going to walk in, you're going you're to smell it, you're going to touch it, you want to experience, you know, the the fullness of this garden because you love gardens. Um, Imagine uh, with me that that you're uh, an an athlete and that you you love um, sports, right? And the big game is in town. Right, it's the Super Bowl of Super Bowls, you know, and and because you you loved to be at the big game, you love the sports. What are you going to do? You're going to do everything you can to buy a ticket, to go, to be there, to join in the celebration. You know, it, it, imagine that you're a music lover, right? And your your favorite, your favorite group, your favorite performer is coming to town. What you're you're gonna want to be there. You're you're gonna want to hear it all, right? Un, unfiltered in the flesh. You're going to want to experience this concert, this group that that you that you love. I. I Think that that's some of what Christmas is. You know, that, that, that God loves his people and wants to show and demonstrate that love so much that he enters into the garden to be, to show that he is, is with us. Um, uh, ran across the story of a, 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 a woman named a- Avril Grube. Um, this was in 1982, Avril's um, marriage uh, dissolved. Her husband got divorced from her, and they had one, one son, uh, Gabe. And um, uh, Avril was from the U.K., and um, uh, her husband was from Hungary. And, and one day, the husband was going to take Gabe to the zoo, and he just kept going um, all the way to Hungary. And uh, took Gabe from her. And Avril, she did all she could to search for her son, to, to find him. Went to the Hungarian embassy, you know, went through all the legal things that she could do. Even had a personal meeting at the time with the, the person who was the prime minister of the United Kingdom, Margaret Thatcher, in order to get her son Gabe. And was unable to, to get him. But continued to search, continued to search. In 2009, 27 years later, she with her sister got on Facebook and started to search. Started to search for Gabe and eventually found Gabe and messaged him. Uh, it turns out he's like me, you know, just sort of get on about once every a couple times a month, you know, and sometimes check messages. Yeah, and, and he didn't. He didn't check his message, so never got back. So then they, they, they found, you know, his contacts, found his family. They started messaging his kids, which would have been Avril's grandkids. And 27 years later, it was, was reunited. 
You know, that's, that's the, the kind of power, whether it's by the garden, whether it's by the sporting event, the concert, or looking for your son. That's what's demonstrated by the love of God on Christmas morning. He wants to show. God shows us and demonstrates and does share life with us in an intimate way way wants to share the joys of life with us wants to to lead us as our master as our lord into the life abundant that he's created for each of us because of his love his unbounded love he doesn't god doesn't love from afar He loves up close, personal, face to face, flesh to flesh. He doesn't love from a distance. He loves intimately connected to our lives. All right, our passage is in Matthew 18, or Matthew 1, chapter 1, verse 18. And this is how Matthew tells us of the birth of. Of Jesus, You can find it on page 783 or you can follow along on the screen. Let's pray together. Almighty God, speak to us from your word. Speak to us of this day, of this celebration and, and feed that, that joy, that awe, that, that marvel within us. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Uh, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, and it's not just in the joys. It's not just in the gardens and the concerts um, of life that God wants to be with us. Um, but it's also in the, in the challenges um, of life. God wants to love us in the fullness of life and not keep a safe distance. But do it flesh to flesh. Imagine with me that you're a firefighter. Right? If you're, you're a firefighter and you walk by this, 
You know, you're, you, what are you going to do? If you're, you are there trained and ready and giving your life to, to fight fires, you're not going to st- stop and sort of look at it and describe, oh, this is what's happening and, you know, this is what's combusting and the next thing that's going to happen, the windows are going to blow out. You know, you're going to run to the fire. You're going to run to save life. You're going to run to, to, to do what you're created to do. Imagine with me, you're walking down the street and you're a police officer and you see this. You know, you're just going to walk on the other side of the street. No, you're going to run to stop the crime that's about to happen. Imagine um, with me that you're a lifeguard you know, up in your chair at the beach and there you see someone in the deep. You're struggling to swim. You think from the, the life chair, hey, you need to kick from your hips. <laughs> no, not from your knees. You need to, need to work on your, your stroke this way. No, you're, you're going to enter into the deep. You don't just keep that safe distance and try to yell some suggestions. That's why God is with us as well. It's in in the fullness of life from the the garden to the deep waters. Because of His great love that He is now demonstrating and showing that He is living with us. Bill Adams was a, uh, a CEO of a large hospital in Virginia. And one, one day, um, he got a frantic call from a, a, a woman whose mother had just been a patient in the hospital and who had died and the, after a long battle with an illness. And, and she was like, we, she, she came, we, we can't find her wedding ring. We don't know where it is. It was on her when she went to the hospital, but it's not on her now. And, and my father you know, is distraught. They've been married over 50 years. He says, I just want to bury her with her wedding ring on. So how can we find the wedding? Well, Bill was overwhelmed and distraught himself. and just was. He decided, we've got to find this wedding ring. So he went to... His, uh, went to the nurses who, who on the, the floor where, he, where the mother was. You know, they looked for the wedding ring all throughout the room. They searched and searched. And the nurse said, you know, what we figured would have happened was that she lost a lot of weight and her illness. It probably just slipped off in the, in the laundry. So he, he started looking through the, the laundry baskets there and couldn't find it. Told the folks in the laundry to be on the, the alert and couldn't find it. He went to bed that night and couldn't sleep, distraught over this. So Bill, the CEO of the hospital, goes back to the hospital, goes to the basement, to the laundry room, and he starts sifting through a hospital's dirty laundry in order to find that wedding ring. Four hours later, after who knows what he exposed himself to, He found that ring. 
We can rejoice and celebrate this day because God is with us in the gardens of life and in the hospital laundry bin of life. We rejoice because we know we are never alone. God refuses, even though it's fully within His capacity, to keep a safe distance. From us. He does not stay at arm's length distance from us. He enters into the fullness of life. Now, my question for you this Christmas is do you keep God at a safe distance from you? Do you keep Him at arm's length? You know, Just showing up on Christmas and Easter. Or just going through the motions. That's not why He came. That's not why He entered into the garden. That's not why He entered into the depths of the dirty laundry in a hospital or even worse. Don't keep Him. Don't, Don't... Just let the gift of Christmas stay under the tree. But receive that gift. Receive that. Let Him be your Lord and Savior. Let Him lead you. As you submit and obey His leading, it leads into life. It leads into the gift that He's created for you to be. And if you you find yourself in in the the, the depths of life and its brokenness, He's not leaving you. He's walking with you. And wants to lead you and, and rescue you as our Savior. To walk with you no matter what the depths of life are as well. That's the gift of Christmas. The joy that we celebrate. That in the garden or in the the laundry, God is with us, refusing to keep an arm's length, but being with us face to face in a full embrace of all of life. Amen.